the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections, brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where diversity and opportunity are one. From education to employment, entrepreneurship to innovation, this program is your weekly connection to the latest trends and opportunities taking place all across Silicon Valley. Host Carl Davis Jr. talks to the rock stars of Silicon Valley and offers you engaging interviews and insights from local, regional, and internationally acclaimed business leaders, entrepreneurs, and community leaders to help you stay connected. Now, here's your host, Carl Davis Jr. Hi, I'm Carl Davis Jr. and Welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections. I'm your host, but I'm also the president of the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where we help all small businesses start, finance, grow, and even exit their businesses. We're located at 25 North 14th Street, downtown San Jose, or you can reach us via the web at blackchamber.com. Man, they say I, I interview rock stars. Well, today we have a local rock star. A gentleman by the name of Mr. Joel Wyrick. I've known Joel for years. Joel is uh, he's he's really a he's really a very inspiring person. And when you hear more about Joel, I, I know you're going to feel that way. Joel's a real estate broker. He's an entrepreneur and investor, and now he's an author. Joel Wyrick, how are you doing? <laughs> hey, Carl. How are you doing, sir? Good to be here. Well, I'm doing good, man. I'm excited to hear about the book because I think what's going to be in that book is going to change the lives of so many different people. But before I dive into the book, Joel, man, I want our listeners to know your story. Who is Joel Wyrick? Tell us a little bit about you, Joel. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Well, I, well, I'm not sure where I need to start on that one. Uh, I, again, uh, kind of what you said, I'm an investor, entrepreneur, uh, real estate broker, uh, born and raised in San Jose, San Jose Hospital, as a matter of fact, and, and, and a graduate of San Jose. So um, I've never I've never left the city of San Jose for more than a month in 60 years. <laughs> and that's the truth. That's absolutely wow. true. So, um, yeah, so I, I certainly uh, have a love for this community. Um, based on my actions, would prove that. And um, now, you know, uh, this phase of my life, I'm trying to help other individuals step it up and um, basically create wealth for for themselves and then for their for their heirs. Because I think that that is of major importance, uh, certainly within the African American community. But we're seeing this huge demise of the middle class. So, um, you know, so that's kind of what the what the book's all about. But kind of going back to where I am again, I've always been an entrepreneur. Uh, even before I knew what the word meant, uh, it really started uh, at the age of nine years old is when I really started. I actually um, uh, owned a candy store and <laughs> and, 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 and literally um, what had happened was, again, like most kids, right, just love candy, mm-hmm. love chocolate and, uh, specifically. And, and um, 
was trying to figure out a way how to feed my habit, my chocolate habit, you know, my parents, because I kept asking my parents for money, and they go, okay, every now and then, of course, they'd give you some money for a candy bar, and then, of course, they'd say no on occasion, right? You know, that's what parents are supposed to do, and just give every kid everything that they want, and I was like, you know what? Uh, I cannot depend on my parents to feed my chocolate habit, so um, I remember just going to the store with my dad and, and, and seeing at that time is uh, late sixties, early seventies, uh, you know, t- 10 candy bars, a uh, 12, uh, 12 candy bars for a dollar. Uh-huh. And I'm sitting there going, okay, all right, well, uh, if I, if I do this, I got a little <laughs> bit of money. I can borrow 50 cents from my dad and get these candy bars. I know what I'll do. I'll literally, uh, I'll sell the candy bars for 10 cents each. <laughs> and then that, that leaves me with two candy bars for me. Business. And and literally, that's what I did. And and we were in a neighborhood where there were a, a convenience store wasn't that close. So uh, literally, a Seven Eleven or a mini market or something like that was was a couple miles away. So because we were, and what has happened literally is I became the candy man, and I was just selling so much candy, and the demand was starting to increase so much that literally. I had to kick my parents' cars out of the garage, and I converted the entire garage to a candy store. Wow. And I am not kidding. I am not kidding. This is the honest to God's truth. This is the age nine, okay? This is how crazy I was. At the age nine, I had more candy than you would see at a 7-Eleven to this day. Wow. I was literally having wholesalers drive their wholesale trucks, including Coca-Cola Bottling Company, 18-wheelers going into a neighborhood, dropping off. Uh, uh, candy by the cases and Cokes by the cases. And I became the seven 11 of, of my, uh, my neighborhood. And, and, and I made, again, we're talking about a kid at nine years old making, you know, I, I was, I called myself a hundred air, you know, not mm-hmm. a millionaire, a hundred air, but at that time, a hundred dollars for a nine year old wow. was pretty ridiculous. Wow. And, and I was making hundreds of dollars uh, uh, selling candy and I, I've never stopped. I've always found some kind of a business, Based on my passion, wow. you know, I think that was the beauty of it. I had a passion for candy and wanted to eat a lot of junk food, and I found a way to take care of that habit without having to go to my parents and ask for money. Wow, <laughs> so, you, I you, yeah, it, no, what it's a, been true. No, but what a story, though, Joel. That that's a story that's so inspiring for folks to hear, because as parents or you know guardians hear that story, they have young ones and they say, "Look, listen to this young man." You know, one of the things one of the things that's a challenge, Joel, and for those who don't know, Joel is the former president of the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce before myself. And Joel actually was chamber president longer than anybody I've known. You were there for 10, 11 years, right? Or more, right? 10 years. Yeah, 10 years. 10 years. And and Joel's heart has been to help people become, you know, more entrepreneurial, have an entrepreneurial mindset, because he knows at the end of the day, that makes a better person. Even if you're working for somebody else, if you're an entrepreneur and have an entrepreneurial mindset, you're going to make that owner much prop, much more profitable because you think like he does. Right, Joel? That is, that is very, that is very true. Very true. Yeah. My focus now has been going more to the wealthy mindset, which is what the book is all about. Only yes. because, as as you know, you're looking at the, at the statistics that are out there. We are now officially at an all-time low. When I say we, uh, uh, African-Americans um, we're talking about mm-hmm. today, um, is that we now have dropped 15 years ago, 53 percent 
of the African-Americans in the United States own their own home. We are down to 40 in less than 15 years. Mm. That is now, of course, it, that had a, a lot to do with the, the crash, right? In, in 06 or 07 or 08, however you mm-hmm. want to look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, that was that that hurt is bad. But we have never recovered. Meanwhile, our counterparts <laughs> have mm-hmm. all recovered mm-hmm. except for us. Um, so, so, and then, and then of course, when we talk about wealth and creating wealth, what usually for the middle class, the most important investment they ever make in their life is the investment in their home. Mm-hmm. That's their, that's their biggest asset they'll ever probably ever acquire. Mm-hmm. So we're now taking that away and the middle class therefore is going away, not just people of color, but all across the board, you're seeing the middle class shrinking and that's what. You know, pardon the pun, but that's what makes America great is, is our middle class. That's what separates us from all of its countries uh, on this earth mm-hmm. is that we have the strongest middle class, which makes us the strongest economy because of it. Man, I love that. And I believe, Joel, that in your book, uh, you're going to talk about strategies on how, you know, people can leverage relationships and be able to get that wealthy mindset by investing in businesses or real estate. Is that all in your book? And, and, and is, can that, we, that can is we say the name right. of your book? Can we say the name of it? Yeah, yeah, sure. It's called Developing a Wealthy Mindset. But, but kind of going back to what you say, yes, I do touch on that. But I take it even further back because when you, you can go to the, you know, the, the bookstore right now and there'll be a myriad of books on, on, on wealth and how to get rich and, and all of that stuff. And, and I, I can tell you, I've read a few of them and they're pretty right on. I mean, it's not like they're, they're not selling snake oil. They're pretty, they're pretty close to, yeah, you can make money if you do this. The problem is you need to have this foundation, this GED, before you go to college. And that's where, that's where I'm not seeing in these books. You have to understand why wealth is so important and, and what can I do to create this foundation, to create this wealthy mindset so that when I start making wealthy decisions, I can then start creating wealth and reading a lot of these books on how to make money. Then it starts to make it a whole lot of sense because I already have this, this DNA right? This, this, mm-hmm. this foundation within me to, to make that happen, because you're going to have to understand that, you know, there's poor, broken, unwealthy people spend their money on stuff and, mm-hmm. and middle class buy liabilities and wealthy people invest. So, so, and I break all of that down specifically. So you kind of, you get, it's with, with, uh, you know, ul, uh, ultimate clarity that you then will understand how the three classes, uh, 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 how they think and how they, the traits that they have that are innate within them, why they do the things that they do. And then again, once you've, uh, 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 you have all that, that stuff down, mm-hmm. then you're able to go ahead and, and take that, that foundation to whatever you're doing, your job, uh, your business, your investments, you will start to take that inf- information. And now that becomes part of your core values. And then you'll be able to make some things happen after that. Mm, man, Joel, I, I, I definitely want to hear more about that. <clears throat> I think we got about probably a minute before this first half is over. So I want to just talk a little bit about what you're going to talk about in the second half. And one thing that I believe you're going to hit on, Joel, if not, we're going to talk about it here is how to create like generational wealth. You know, there's okay, one sure. thing about, you know, being able to get paid and have income, but then to take the difference between income and wealth. And, and Joel, and, and, and I think you did something at the African-American Community Service Agency not too long ago, right? Well, what was that about? Just real quickly. 
<laughs> that was specifically about home buying and home and, buying. and and the, the demise that uh, that we're going from like again we've gone from fifty three percent to forty percent and 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 the middle class as we know it here's the, here's the, here's the one to stick with in your head by twenty fifty three the average median household will have zero wealth they will be broke wow. by twenty fifty three wow wow that's crazy huh. That's crazy, <clears throat> man, Joel. I want to I want to just uh, do a little while for that again. And I, I want to leave it right there because I want you to dive into that thought about the book and the generational wealth, because I think that is so important that people you know, really get that mindset as you're talking about. OK, so we're going to leave it right there. We're going to come back again. We're talking to Joel Wyrick and you're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections. Join the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce and watch your business grow. Participate in mixers, webinars, and training workshops to help start, finance, and grow your business. All with the help of the Chamber's certified Small Business Development Center's consultants for free. That's right. Sign up for one-on-one help from a certified Small Business Development Expert Advisor for free. Call 408-288-8806 or visit blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. And now, back to Silicon Valley Business Connections. Money, money, money. <laughs> I got the money man on the line today. We got Mr. Joel Warwick here. Joel's, Joel's written a book, a book called Developing a Wealthy Mindset. And there's so much stuff in there. And, and Joel, I want you to just dive right in it because as you were talking earlier about there's a lot of books about wealth, but there's a mindset you have to have in order to be able to kind of execute those strategies. Is that true? That is exactly. Boy, you said that so well. You need to be on the circuit. <laughs> I'm serious. That was, that was so well said. I, I need to write that one down. I'll be listening back to this podcast, and I'm going to steal that. Okay. Play you got it. You got it, right Joe. Okay, thank you. I, All I, right. I need that one. Uh, but no, that's exactly it. Um, the, the, what's happening again? As I said, statistically, by 2053, the average median ha- uh, household will have zero wealth for African Americans mm. by 20. Um, 72, the average Latino uh, median household will be at zero. So we're seeing this trend uh, starting to move at, at an alarming rate to a, basically a world, a, a, a country like many of the other ones, just a country of have and have nots. Mm. So, so we've got to change our mindset to start thinking like wealthy people in order for us to stay within the middle class because the middle class has changed so much since our parents uh, uh, I guess as old as we are, I, some of the people out there listening now, as your grandparents, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, um, you know, it's changed. I mean, because if you, uh, back in you know back in the early '70s, it was not uncommon for and I and you know I believe I'm just saying stereo- mm-hmm. stereotypically, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to stay PC, but it was not <laughs> uncommon for the man to work for the woman to stay at home and take care of the kids Mm -hmm. and they still could own a house and still have two cars and send their kids to college Mm. debt free. Mm -hmm. That was very common. I know we don't, Mm -hmm. some of us never knew that existed, but I certainly did because that was my life. Mm -hmm. You know, so my parents, we, they, my dad could work. My mom could stay at home. Although that my mom did work, Mm -hmm. she didn't have to, Mm -hmm. because there were so many people in my neighborhood where the woman stayed at home. That was the middle class. Mm. And now we think the middle class is an education just because I have a master's degree or I make $200,000 a year, I'm in the middle class. And guess what, folks? <laughs> your parents 
And your grandparents lived a whole better life than you did, and yet they didn't have a, a, a master's degree or mm-hmm. making some ridiculous amount of money. So mm-hmm. it, the game has changed. Yeah. And now we're going to have to start thinking with a leave our middle class mindset that traditionally used to work for us. Mm-hmm. And now we've got to shift to a wealthy mindset so that we can still stay within the middle class, if that makes sense. And it's wow. crazy. But, wow. the, but the book does do that. The break, the, the book really breaks it down. Uh, uh, and it's so simple. I'm a simple dude, man. I, I got out of high school with a 2.6 I got kicked out of the business business department at San Jose State and literally got back into went back to school and got a degree in radio TV broadcasting. Uh, you know, DJ, that's all I ever learned to do. That's all I can get in. They told me I didn't have the the aptitude to to be a businessman. So it, it you don't have to have that. There's yeah. no direct correlation between how smart you are and the ability to make money. Wow. Wow, man. That's a you know There's no direct there's no direct correlation between the ability to make money and the ability to keep money. Mm. See, that's the other piece, mm. you know? So, so yeah, you're right. Uh, Mike, Mike Tyson wasn't the smartest guy in the world, but he still made $400 million boxing, mm. right? So he, he had the ability to make money, but then the next step was the ability to keep money. Mm. Man, you know? And that's what the book goes into. Okay. We, we can make it. This is how you keep it. But more importantly, it's what you do with the money that you keep, right? It's, it's, it's converting that money that you've had or, 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 or a fraction of the money that you've earned and convert that into an asset by investing, growing that money. So there's keeping it, right? There's making it, keeping it. And growing it, man, Joel, man, what a you know, I love the fact that you've broken that down so straightforward. Like you said, keep it simple, right? It's at a fifth grade level. I guarantee it's going to be one of the easiest reads. If you like, it's, it's almost so. It's like this is so easy. I I, I can't believe. Well, yeah, <laughs> duh. <laughs> I mean, really, it, it, it's that simple. I, I'm a simple dude. I mean, I re- I really am. There's nothing complex about me. And and again. I had somehow understood this at the age nine. I didn't mm. know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I was just doing it. Well, Joel, I want to interrupt for just a second because I want, I want you to say this a couple of times. One, we want to talk about how people can get the book because, you know, this sounds like it's so fantastic, developing a wealthy mindset. How can people at least get the book and when's the book available? How can they get in touch with you to, to, to get your book? Okay, uh, first of all, the book will be available at, on, on my website, which is wyrickrealestategroup.com. And the book will not be available until December 15th, 2019. And could you spell Wyrick for them? Wyrick Real yeah, Estate? Yeah, sure. That's mm-hmm. W-Y-R-I-C-K, realestategroup.com. Dot com. And this, December fifteenth, it's currently a, a, as, as far as this taping, it's in it's at the, with the publisher now, mm-hmm. but it will be available December fifteenth, two thousand nineteen. So go over that again. So you're talking about how to raise the money, how to get the money, then how to yeah yeah. So we all we, again as African Americans, mm-hmm. you know, if we had a room of us or anybody actually in mm-hmm. the room, you know, if we just said okay, how many how many of us know how to make money? We all our hands are. We all got jobs. We all found a way, or we have a business or whatever. We all know how to make money. Mm-hmm. And then you ask the, ask the same group of people, how many know how to keep money? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. gonna, and there's going to be very few hands that come up after that. They were like, what? Keep money? What do you mean? Mm-hmm. Okay, how many know how to grow money? And then all of a sudden, you're one, maybe two, if you're lucky, mm. have their hand up. 
you know, and, and I almost challenge, are you sure? Mm. <laughs> you, know, you know, because really that's what the wealthy people have done all along. They, they've always, you know, so again, poor broke people spend money. Yeah. That's what they do. They yep. spend yep. middle class buy. They're consumers. I mean, yeah. the middle class is what makes America great yeah. and all the wealthy people rich. Yeah. Wealthy people. So you got the poor broke spend, the middle class buy, the wealthy invest. Mm, that's man. That's that's wonderful. Say that again, Joe. One more time. Okay. So poor, broke, and unwealthy mindset pe- folks spend their money on stuff. The middle class buy liabilities. They're consumers, and the wealthy invest in assets. They wow. invest in things that make them money. So an asset is defined as anything that increases in value over time or creates uh, a cash flow. Man, and Joe- that's what they do. I love that, Joe. I, I love the fact that right now people are listening to us and saying, OK, <clears throat> I'm getting ready to go buy, spin or take my money and do something. What am I right. doing with it? Am I spending it? Am I buying a liability or am I investing my money? That's right. That's right. And when I say invest and again, these are all vague terms. But once it becomes part of your mindset, it'll make sense. I mean, here, here's the prime example how we look at the education system. The poor, broke, and the unwealthy lack education. The middle class educate for higher pay or a better job. The wealthy educate to better themselves. Mm. So here we have the, all three people maybe going to the same class, mm-hmm. the same class, going to the same teacher, wow. but the, the poor broker going, I just lack education. They already are beating themselves up. The middle class guy is taking that going, man, I'm glad I'm taking this class because I can go back to my boss and ask for uh, 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 more money mm-hmm. or I can get a better job by, by getting certificate in this class. And the wealthy person is like, I'm just here to better myself because this is going to make me a better human being. Mm. Same damn class. Three different mindsets, because the person that's in there that's educating to better themselves in the long run will make more money Mm. because they're in there for themselves, not to impress their job, their boss or their company to get higher pay or better job. That's like getting your master's degree and going, oh, I need to get a master's degree so I can get more pay. Well, well, if you're going to school for two years, paying thousands of dollars for this education and two years of time that you could have been working or doing something to better yourself, mm-hmm. you probably am not going to – the money that you make, yeah. the increase in that job, is probably not going to offset the cost that it took them to get it. Yeah, yeah, that's something to definitely think about, huh? But that's how you process, you know, again, that's the mindset. It's just like even when it comes to paying taxes, poor, broke, and unwealthy people, they don't pay taxes because they don't have any money. Middle class pay taxes. Wealthy people pay attention to taxes. <laughs> pay attention to it, huh? But they, they, don't, right. they don't pay it, huh? <laughs> pay that's right. They look it. at the laws and go, oh, wait a minute. Uh, Donald Trump just took the LL, uh, said that all LLCs now go from 39% down to a, 20 per, a 21% cap. Oh, oh. Well, let's convert our company from a sole proprietorship into an LLC. Yep. We just saved a buttload of money in taxes. Yeah, that's what that's what the wealthy people do. They they look and see what's going on, and then they make their choices. Their the way that they move their money around according to the taxes. They pay attention to tax laws. Man, I love Middle that. Class just pay it. I love that. Now, Joel, you know, we got about two minutes before the show's over. I want to mm-hmm. ask you a question, Joel, because you're going to go around and you've done it before, but you're going to go around talking and speaking about this. So people can actually, if they go to where you're going to tell them to go to now, maybe connect with you in such a way and get on your newsletter list because you will speak at different places about this concept, right? 
uh, yes, I will. Uh, but and you know what? To, to be honest with you, I really thought about it because I do the seminar and it runs you a couple hundred dollars. It's like three hundred dollars to go to the seminar. The same thing that I'm talking to you for eight hours is going to be in this book. Mm, so it's all in the book. It's going to uh, save you a whole lot of money and 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 and, and time that you're not sitting there hanging out listening to me for for eight hours, sit there pontificate about all of this stuff. <laughs> now, the the beautiful thing about it is once you have this mindset and you've read my book. Now the seminar takes a whole different uh, uh, direction, and now we can actually make money moves within the group itself because we're all on the same mindset. We all now understand the fundamentals of how money should work in our relationship uh, that we have with money, right? So we're, mm-hmm. we're making wealthier choices, mm-hmm. uh, uh, just generally speaking. And now how can we as a group collectively start making money? Man, Joe, we're going to have to invite you back on, Joe. We're just running out of time. Man, we're going to have to bring Joe back. You're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections. You've been listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr. and brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. Or call 408-288-8806. That's 408-288-8806. Copies of our podcast are available online at blackchamber.com. If you would like to know more about a specific guest or make recommendations for upcoming guests and topics, email info at blackchamber.com. Keeping you connected. Silicon Valley Business Connections.